And good Thursday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition, draft day edition of the grind. Jeff, good morning. Welcome in. Good rainy morning. Show sure enough. Show sure enough. Yeah. Next few days too from what I understand. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, I, uh, I had a breakthrough there yesterday. You know, I've been working on my dad's old truck and uh, had a little squeaky wheel thing going on. And I was like really nervous. I'm like, oh, that's what I need, you know, a blowout, you know, wreck this thing. And uh, found that it was a it was a loose wheel. I was like, that's awesome. I uh, don't really know if it was from, you know, chicken or the egg. I don't know if it was the tire company or if it was the brake guy. But uh, nonetheless, got her tightened up. No squeaky now. And uh, now that it's raining, I don't have to sit there for two days going, daggummit, I wish I knew what that was. Yeah, no I don't joke. Know, I don't know if you're that way, but like. I literally, like, I'll wake up, go get a drink in the middle of the night and go, I wonder what that squeak is. Oh, yeah, it'll scratch at the back of your head. Yeah, forever. So, anyway, breakthrough, even in the rainy day, I had a breakthrough yesterday. So, that's, that's pretty fantastic. Uh, but uh, I don't know if anybody out there uh, kind of caught us last night, but we did, like, a Facebook Live, uh, trying to do a multi-person Facebook Live, which was epically a failure. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. But uh, uh, I tried, and there's a button that says, Add a Friend. But that button don't work no more. You think they just remove it? Yeah. Well, I think maybe there's. I don't know. Like like I told you, there's a messenger option to add people. Maybe that you know it kind of. I don't know. Maybe that it's you can use it for like messenger or for a private group, but maybe you can't go public, go live with it. I don't know. Hmm. I'm trying to give them credit where they probably don't need it. No. Uh, but draft day. It's kind of lackluster a little bit. I mean, you know, today's draft day. It's 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 the day that all these these juniors that exited early, all these seniors that have completed their eligibility, all the time that they've waited for. They've they've put their 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 talents on film. They've they've done what they needed to do. At some rate, a lot of them went to the combine. A lot of them wanted a pro day and probably had an individual workout at some rate. But it's different this year. 2020 will be a virtual draft, which Boone and I talked about it a little yesterday. Is that something new or is that like a kickback to like the old days? I remember when, uh, you, you know, even the Heisman Trophy, they'd like call you at home and be like, hey, uh, so this John Heisman guy gave you his trophy. Like it's it's yours for now. <laughs> I remember I remember when they talked to, to, um, to Steve Spurrier because it's just a, a you know, it's you can watch that video and know that he was either going to be really good at something or or he was going to be a real big smart aleck at whatever he was doing. Well, most any movie that you remember, you always see them getting the phone call at home and stuff like that. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He, there was one. There was one where uh, the guy was literally in his military uniform getting yeah. ready to leave, and and, and so. I think it's it's new because I mean the technology's there to to be a little different. I mean I know like yesterday uh, or two days ago now, whew, time has flied. 
John Elway did the thing, and he had the virtual background, which that's a that's kind of a thing. Like yeah. you can do that, and and honestly. Uh, I have a five and a seven year old. Every now and again, I'd like to have a virtual background because cleaning up takes way too much time. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, uh, I thought it was really cool. I thought what you know they were able to do. What I think they're going to try to do to spice this thing up is going to be pretty cool. But uh, kind of the topic I wanted to start with is 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 it going to be quiet uh, tonight for the draft, or or is it going to be? Uh, you know, I think it could be one of two things. I, I think it could either be extremely quiet because you've had nothing but time to have your plan ready. You've been able to look and, and you know, you know, used to, you, you would probably like, if you're six, you had six picks available. Well, here's the thing. You got six picks and well, I didn't have anything else to do. So I ran through the whole first round and I've got like my next picks at like 37. Well, maybe i I've got 38 picks. I'm ready to go. Like, don't don't mess with me. Don't call me. Whatever. Unless somebody just bets the farm, I know my picks. Do you think it's that route, or do you think it's like people aren't going to have time to fully vet my options? I'm going to get creative. I'm going to text a guy and say, listen, we can do this or we cannot, but here you go. You're on the clock. Yeah, I, I think it's – I don't know that I necessarily think it's going to be quiet. I think it's – just gonna be slow i think they're gonna try to do things to make it appear more dramatic than it really will be because that's that's what they want to do i you know i think if it was one of those deals to where they shut the the country down like three days ago it would probably suck like it would just they've had some time to plan it would just be rough but yeah they've had time i saw a guy a kid like one of the the draftees or whatever he opened a box called his draft pack and it had like a tripod and like a GoPro and like like a backdrop and all this stuff. And I'm like, really? He's thought about this. Well, and it was it was from somebody. Like I don't know if his agent got it for him or or what, but or ESPN sent it to him. I, I don't know. But yeah, somebody said, you know what? If we're gonna have to have them at home, that that leaves a lot of open doors, right? Use our stuff. Right. And let's go down this road. Because I think that's another that's another point of interest. I don't think you're gonna have a problem with 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 internet access at, at, at Cowboys facility, at the Steelers facility, at at the, the the but but internet is a thing. Like it's something that stays in and drops out. Oh yeah. And and, and I'll tell you, and I don't know if you've had this experience, but this has been my go of it. I'll never lose internet access at on like uh halftime. Or I'll never lose internet access on like first quarter, you know, no nothing, nothing score, ball on the twenty. No, I lose it on third and one. I lose it at you know the two minute drill going into halftime. I lose it on fourth and whatever. Your team's down by eight, and it's you know closing minutes of the game. That's the only time it cuts out. That's my problem right now is because I don't I, I don't have cable. I'm relying solely on the internet slash my antenna so when i can catch a sporting event on the antenna especially local stuff yeah i'm excited because that ain't gonna go nowhere then radio waves unless lightning bolt hits the station i ain't losing it right now internet that can go all over the place especially if you got at&t no pun well yeah (laughs) too late (laughs) yeah right toothpaste back in the tube yeah 
But so that's why yesterday when 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 I saw that it was you know WATA six, yeah, I'm like, sweet, it's a local channel. I won't lose it. I don't know if your antenna works this way, but mine works just like this. So if I tune it, I'm either going to get one of two things. I'm either going to get six and not eight and ten, or I'm going to get eight and ten and not six. So mine's indoors. I have mine up in my attic. I use the app. I aimed it where it told me to aim it. Yeah. And then I have set it and forget it. I really feel like you have a much nicer one than I have. Uh, no. So mine was $7 at CVS. Okay, maybe. <laughs> it's called Clear TV. You ever heard of it? Hmm. Honestly, in my upstairs room, probably the best $7 you're ever going to spend because it's not fixed. It's literally like a, uh, it's an HDMI, yeah, HDMI plug-in. And it's like a flat black square. Oh, mine's an outdoor antenna. Oh, you just have it indoors. Yeah, I mounted it to a two by four and then stuck it up in my attic. Oh, see, see, this one is flat out. It just honestly, it looks like a wireless charging little thing, and uh, and you can literally stick it anywhere. We started with like command Velcro strips, but we realized that like literally day to day. Sometimes you got to be two feet this mm-hmm. way, two feet that way, whatever. But I'll tell you, uh, in the you know you you've kind of seen the Tennessee room in the course of from from uh, one window to the other in that middle area, somewhere in there's a really good signal. So I just I got to find it and like hang it there. So it's not a bad gig. I think with my antenna, I get like twenty two channels. Yeah, I'm not I'm not there. I'm like at seventeen, <laughs> but well, and really not seventeen. Like, and I watch four of them. Well, six, eight, ten, forty-three. Do you watch Me TV? I don't know what that is. See, you need me. If, if you had clear TV, you would. No, it is. They flat out just they don't play anything unless it's like forty years older. Older. Oh, nice. Like it's Andy Griffith, Gomer Pyle, uh, Bonsai. Yeah, well, Bonanza. 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 Bonsai. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> but uh, y- yes, and uh, Gunsmoke. Yes, and uh, my grandfather used to watch what's that. What's the what's the hee haw? Oh yeah, there you go. You ever watch hee haw? And Green Probably Acres at my grandparents. Green Acres because it was the first time I ever I ever had this moment where I thought it was a uh, uh, I was a, I outside and heard the song Green Acres is the place, and uh, I'm like, is son in law on TV? <laughs> totally not that. <laughs> totally not that. I remember Green Acres. I loved it. You know, it's funny. I'm I'm always going to be an Andy Griffith guy like those. And Gomer Pyle's pretty funny because I think Sergeant Carter looks like Butch Jones. So every time <laughs> Gomer gets him tore up, I'm like, <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. Enjoy it. Is that, bad? Your CR. Is that bad? Yeah. Right. Nah, that's fine. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but with no we, – we've kind of got off the wagon. Shocker. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we kind of, you know, think the, the war rooms will be a little less. I, I don't think you're going to see – like, I, did you see Ron Rivera's little take? Mm-hmm. Just, just Jason Ward was telling me about it yesterday. Or, no, it was Chris Hips. He said uh, Ron Rivera has, like, four 60-inch TVs, like, that's going to be around him this whole time. And, like, one has, a like, a, a draft board on it. One has, like, you know, these people on a Zoom or on this on it. This one has, like, the feed, the live feed, da-da-da. And it's like he's he's making him a little iRacing setup for, for the NFL draft. And uh, I guess my question is, with, with the, the hands-off approach, with the limitations, with the media, with the 
millions of people tuning in, how that affects the the bandwidth, if you will, is over and under two first round shocker trades. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over. I am gonna go over. Like I'm, I, I kind of hinge my bet a little bit. Like I knew I was either gonna take the push or the over because I knew that one was pretty well in the works. Like Denver, from all, ex- they're going to slide up. Now, whether they slide up to get Judy, they feel like they've got to slide up to actually get Ruggs. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that it's it's really clear yet because a lot of different drafts have a lot of different. Like, one I seen had them moving up just to like 13 and taking Ruggs, but then I saw another one where they trade with the Browns that traded with Philadelphia uh, and get uh, Judy at 10. So we'll we'll just have to see how that shakes out but so I kind of I kind of played that one a little bit because I knew one was pretty much a sure thing and and I expect I I don't know why um but the the Dolphins and Tua have kind of cooled you know what I'm saying so I don't know why but I expect the Dolphins to slide down in the draft give up that 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 pick there and and somebody else get Tua so I, I mean I'm either I'm gonna take the over as well because I just think there's gonna be three for whatever reason. Yeah, I think there's too many too many teams have more than one pick, and I think they're willing to give that one up to move more towards what they want. So so your Steelers are one of the few that do not have a first round pick. That's correct. Do you think they move into the first round? They they were one that made me take the over. I, I thought based on who's there because there's just a lot of volatility because really you get outside Burrow, Tua, uh, C.D. Lamb, Ruggs, and Judy. And quite frankly, I mean, the the guy in that four hole, well, Chase Young, you probably got to put him in that, that elite. But there's not beyond just those top five or six players that I'm sp- talking about that it couldn't he couldn't get drafted eighth or twenty eighth. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's the it's a draft full of Aaron Rodgers. I I don't see them doing a move to get a first round pick. I and the reason I say that is because they'll be there. Right. They 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 gave up their first pick for Minka Fitzpatrick and I think they were very pleased with that and I I was as well. Um I look to see them treat their second round pick like their first round pick and they'll and, and they'll go best available. I don't I don't think I don't see them drafting heavy on defense this year. I see them drafting O line, quarterback, probably running back, and then a couple of receivers. Maybe a corner. Yeah, I could I could definitely see them going running back and, and not that James Conner's doing anything wrong, but it, it's just one of those the wear and tear on a running back. I, I think you've always got to be opportunistic when it yeah, comes to and that. And he's already He's already struggled to finish a complete season. He had that first sit out by what uh, Bell, and he looked like a stud. And he looked great, and then he gets hurt at the end of the season, and then the next season after that, he was up and down and up and down and up and down, and it was very inconsistent. And then you had you know several backup quarterbacks floating in there. It was it was I see them drafting a running back and a quarterback in this draft in some form or fashion. So, question for you: um, Is this a deep draft? Because I, I, I mean, I have a, I have an opinion, but I, I don't. I think it's hard to see because you know, in in a lot of ways, uh, some of the interviews, some of the different things that you would have seen the last few weeks have been kind of cut short. Uh, so, I, I think there is a lot of good talent in this draft, but I think greatness 
isn't isn't directly showing in this draft. I think this is going to be one of those drafts where you're going to see guys coming out of the fifth and sixth rounds that are going to be playing outside of where they were drafted. Your your uh, Le'Veon Bell's, your Antonio Browns, um, some of these guys that get drafted way late that probably should have been drafted two rounds higher, but. Because of the lacklusterness, because you can't interview like you want, because you can't vet things that you want to do, and now you're kind of just relying on game film and, you know, like, you know, what do you think? I think you're going to see – I I think there is depth. I think certain positions more than others. But it's – I think it's – everybody's just going to be guessing now. Well, and I think there's some really good players, and I think there's some homework that can be – could have been done. I mean, I guess today you, the homework's probably done. <laughs> Homework's probably late. done. But uh, I think it's a good draft. I, I think the problem is, and it's with any draft, I mean, what are the more the more meaningful drafts? It's not the one to where the offensive lineman goes one. It's right. Like that Eric Fisher draft, like name me another player that was drafted in that draft. Right. Yeah. Right. But now, like the, the, the Trubisky, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, who was the third one in that? Deshaun Watson. Yep. Like that trifecta, like that draft, people can recite you the top ten because it was it was offensive skill position heavy. That's why people talk about rugs. That's why people talk about Judy. That's why people are talking about Chase Young because he's kind of a specialist as a rusher. Uh, you you're not you don't have a ton of those. I mean, you've got the Justin Herberts and stuff down Jalen Hurts that that's going to kind of fall a little bit, but you just don't have that star power cut and dry. One, two, three. No. And, and 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 so I think from from that perspective, it's going to take a little bit of edge off this draft. But at the same time, uh, it, it's kind of like signing day for me. Uh, you know, it's great, and I love that that we got a five star player. But he was a five star player in high school. He's a freshman now. Right. And, and so same thing for the NFL. They've got to they've got to understand that Joe Burrow. Uh, he's going to understand that there's a long and bumpy road from Baton Rouge to Cincinnati. He's going to understand that uh, that uh, there's a big difference between a uh, a Death Valley Tiger and a Bengal Tiger. Yeah, and he's going to find out a lot of difference there. And 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 then I think other guys are going to have a hard time. I think Tua is going to have a hard time staying healthy. I think he could be next one of those one of those big busts. I mean, if he can't stay healthy. Yeah, I think he's done a lot to try to show that he can. He but has to hopefully go to some place that has a line. If he and goes then, to Miami, he's dead. Yeah, and he has to go to a place that has a line that can fit kind of what they want him to do. If they want him to kind of run the ball a little bit, and you get these, you know, the big uglies that we block and we run block, and that's it. You know, you have to you have to draft and you have to recruit faster players, leaner linemen if you want to run options and air raids and things like that, where you're you know you're you're constantly needing them to move. You don't have that, and you got a guy moving around. He has no protection. So Cincinnati's at one. That's Joe Burrow. Barring them selling it for the farm, they're taking it. Uh, they've they've not expressed a whole lot of interest in trading the number one. And honestly, they need him. So I think so. Yeah. Uh, and and we'll have conversation on whether he is truly a one. Washington's at two. Detroit at three. Giants at four, and the Dolphins at five. Washington took. What was it last year they took Dwayne Haskins, or was it two years ago? I want to say I thought it was two years ago. Detroit has Matt Stafford. Not that they couldn't take a, a backup. 
think they need to start thinking about it. I think they do. The Giants took Daniel Jones a year ago, and then Miami sits there. So I think I, I think you know. I don't think Detroit's a good fit for Tua, but I think it's a better fit than Miami. Ooh, yeah. The Chargers are going to be out for a quarterback. They're at six, so I think if he makes it past Miami, he won't make it past L.A. Uh, and then then you move on from there. Carolina, Arizona, et cetera, et cetera. I think I think that Carolina pick is going to be really interesting because with them signing Bridgewater to kind of start, uh, I don't think that's a long term fix. No. Uh, so I, I'll be interested. Do they do they do they get a guy that's going to be the guy, or do they get a project later on and give Bridgewater a couple years? Uh, to kind of get him ready, I think they give Bridgewater a couple years. You think you think he has a couple years? I mean, he's kind of genetically enhanced. He's uh, he's been uh, repaired. He as the Amazon is now called instead of refurbished, he's renewed. I don't think he has a couple years, but I think they think he has a couple years. Well, and I think he's got the benefit of the doubt because he's he's playing for college coaches now. Yeah, uh, Joe Brady's high off his horse over Joe Burrow, what he did in LSU. Uh, and, and then Matt Rule feels like he can rebuild anything, uh, so he'll use a rebuilt quarterback, uh, and uh, and we'll see how that shakes. But I, no, I think he he they want to give him a couple years, but if year one is really rough, they better have a backup plan. And so yeah. I'll be interested in that seven pick. Josh Allen and Will Greer. Is that it? I think so. <laughs> that, well, I mean, sure, <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. Old, old Skeeter from Thornhill will know he's a big Panther fan. Yeah, there you go. But. Uh, Jeff, let's get to a break. Let's listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to continue this draft day edition. We're going to stay on draft for all of the show. Even Start Bench Cut has a pretty significant uh, draft flavor. We'll talk it all on the flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. The Blunt Partnership is committed to leading the Blunt County business community through this coronavirus outbreak. We will continue to be a resource for all businesses, as well as supplying up-to-date information for our community. Please check out our website for updated information at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. 
This announcement from the Knox Area Rescue Ministries. Carm Stores is taking action to protect donors, customers, volunteers, and team members amidst the COVID-19 situation. In accordance with Executive Order 23 by the Governor of Tennessee, all donation centers and retail operations are closed until the order has expired. Please keep all your items for donation until our donation locations are able to reopen. Your continued support is essential to helping us continue to serve the homeless and those in need in the Knox area. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition, draft day edition of the grind. Jeff, we, we talked a little bit about, about the star power in this draft, a little bit about you know some of the, the, the options that's going to be there. And, and just quite frankly, you know, a lot of people do these mock drafts. You know, I, I even know people that like do them themselves. Like, you know, they'll they'll look at Mel Kuyper. They'll look at all these different out- outlets. Mike Mayock used to do one. Now he's the, the GM for the, the Raiders, so he probably doesn't let release those. Uh, but uh, but there's, a lot of, there's a lot of play in people wanting to project where people are going to go. Oh, yeah. And I, I think the, uh, the dynamic is pretty interesting. I mean, it's just like, like with me. You know, I like the Broncos, but I have other interests, right? You know, I'm all, I'm always kind of interested in what the Titans are going to do. I'm always kind of interested in what the Saints do because Alvin Kamara's down there. I'm always kind of interested if if uh, Cordero Patterson's going to become a trade bait for something, you know, because that seems to be his his role. He goes somewhere as a heck of a returner and then just gets a 
you know, it's just his his value doesn't outweigh what the other team wants him for. Sure. And so he moves around. So I, I kind of I'm interested in that. I'm always interested in what the elite do because I just feel like you know it's kind of like that uh, that old deal. You know, um, if an older person does it, you feel like then that's probably a better way. I don't know if you ever have that that opinion, but like like when it's working on cars and somebody does something like they're like, oh yeah, you you tighten it and then you you hold it there for like three seconds or until you hear a cow moo or something, and you're just like. Well, that's got to be serious. Yeah, been doing I mean, it for especially if I don't know anything about it. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that's what I, I look at, and I'm like, okay, who is who is noticeably a team that you don't watch what they do? And it's kind of the Raiders, it's kind of the Browns, it's kind of the Browns those came goes. to my brain, and, and and so I try to not speak of the Haslam's unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but uh, but it's the Raiders, it's the Browns, it, it's you know franchises that have struggled for a long time. But then when you look at, at teams that you're like, I don't know this guy, but I guarantee you he's probably going to be pretty good. You you think about the Patriots, you think about the Steelers, you think about probably, the, I don't know, maybe recent years Niners. Not always the Niners, but it, you know they, they have their moments where you're, they like find that diamond. Yeah. Uh, but, but what I'm saying is um, – you're always interested. That's the intrigue that that turns me out uh, in the NFL draft. It's not where these SEC guys go because I feel like, especially interior linemen, especially linebackers or edge rushers, they're going to be fine. I mean, whether it's opinion based or whatever, Jadavian Clowney's a freak. I mean, he's a he's a monster. He's just he's got a rough head on his shoulders. That's his problem. But athletically, you don't have questions. You know they're going to play. You know they're going to be aggressive. But the thing that that gets me is like I, I don't know Rob Gronkowski, and he was I mean he was a not a terrible pick I mean but he wasn't just like heralded from what I remember. No, uh, I couldn't even tell you what school he went to. Arizona. Yeah, me and Boone talked about that yesterday. I picked that out of uh, thin air, like literally had to Google it but, and confirm. But I, I was like, I think he went to Arizona. Nice job. He's like, I think it was a small school. I was like, well, Arizona's kind of small. Not really. Not really at all. Like, I think they're known for being in a, a basketball school more than a football school. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but um, Miranda from work actually went to Arizona. Did you know that? Yes, I did. You did. So, But those are the guys that in, intrigue me. You, you know, like, uh, you, you know, going back through the years, you know, the the T.O.s that come out of Tennessee Tech. You know, the, the Brett Favre's that come out of, you know, Southern Miss. You know, all these guys that, you know, Terry Bradshaw come from Law Tech. Now, he was the number one overall pick, so it's a little different, a little different. But what I'm getting at is is I'm interested in those guys. I'm interested in those those Antonio Browns. You know, he came from Central Michigan. I'm a sports guy, but I don't know who the wide receiver coming out of Central Michigan is. No, I don't think so, he, I mean, nobody does. So I think it's always fun, especially when it's your team. Like, I know you probably do this with the Steelers. You're like, oh, they drafted, you know, player X. Never heard of him. Google. Yeah. You go back and you see, you know, if he's an offensive lineman, well, how how many rushing yards did they have the last four years? Because that's kind of his that's his stat, right? How many quarterback sacks did they give up? That's kind of his stat. Is there any video? You know, and so it it almost tonight will springboard. Well, tonight over the weekend will springboard several days of people having sports-related things to review. And so I like what, what this draft is doing. But but when you look at the, the mock drafts, the top tens, what what is what is surprising to you and what, like, 
I don't know. I always look at these things and I go, really? Like this guy? He's the ninth best player in this draft. So I look at this mock top ten, and I think the 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 big surprise factor for me is that I look at the quarterbacks. You know, you see Joe Burrow, you see Justin Herbert, you see Tua, and then you come all the way down, and I'm outside of the top ten when I see the next one in Jordan Love. And I have all these other players who are probably really awesome. And I don't I don't know who some of them are because, I mean, there's Jerry Judy, of course. But well, because they're the big uglies, they're in a position yeah. that doesn't get a lot and, of pub. And, you get, and that's what surprises me is that, you know, I have these three, these three quarterbacks, and that's it. You got seven other picks, but all we're talking about is the quarterbacks. That's it. Nobody else. You well, know, and I think the, it's – You throw the Judy in there, of course, but <laughs> – you can't throw a half cock Judy. Yeah, and 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 outside of that, who else is in there? And you know, I mean, and there's like I said, if they're up there, there's a reason they're up there. But we're not talking about them. Not really, not really at all. I mean, you even look beyond two, like picks three and four. I'm sitting here going, I've heard of them because you watch enough yeah. sports, you're going to hear it. But as far as knowing a ton about them, like I knew Chase Young because of his. Of where he was in the Heisman, you know, and right. and how I saw all the video and all that, and he is he's a freak. But Joe Burrow, of course, being an SEC person, you kind of see those. But you know, Chase Young at Washington's pick to go two to what to to the Skins. Detroit is picked or or mocked up to take Jeff Okuda, cornerback, Ohio State. Okay, I know Ohio State. I know they have cornerbacks, but I don't know this guy. Nope, no clue. No real, yeah, no. and 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 that's another thing is I look down through the first round, and I see one, two, uh, three, four, five, five cornerbacks taken in the first round. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's huge, and and we're not talking about that. You know, that's that's a lot of corners, and we're not talking about it. I know, right? And, and here's what what gets me. You know, like. Number four, the Giants going to take an offensive tackle, Tristan Wirfs, uh, and then it's going to be Justin Herbert to the Dolphins, which I think is a pretty interesting pick there. Uh, I, I don't know that I see that. I think that's probably a better fit for the Dolphins than Tua yeah. is. Uh, honestly, I think that may be more of a franchise guy than Tua is, uh, but looks like on this latest SB Nation uh, mock draft, they've got Justin Herbert to Oregon, and then the Chargers, like I said, if he passed Miami, the Chargers take him at six. You know, you know those two names because they're quarterbacks. But then Derek Brown, defensive tackle. I remember him from Auburn, just watching some of their games this season. Just a just a, a nasty big man uh, that can really do a lot on that front line. Jedrick Wills, like if if I'm like that is going to be a name I use in the in the future. Jedrick, Jedrick, yeah. <laughs> it sounds fun to say. It does. It does. It makes you. It makes anybody that says, "What's your name, Jedrick?" Run that by me one more time. Yeah. Jedrick. So, yeah, I'm using that in the future. He's a, a tackle from Alabama. Uh, again, they have such a rotation that I'm just like, sure, that's probably going to work because it always does. Yeah. You know, it it's just right. it's one of those pieces. Cardinals need somebody to protect Kyler Murray, so it's probably a, a good move by them. Isaiah Simmons, linebacker, Clemson, that's a good pick by the Jaguars. Honestly, losing uh, – what's his name? Former Florida State guy, what was his name? Uh, I've drawn a blank. Oh, what's his name? I can see him. 
what is it? Keep talking. I'm going to Google. All right. But I, I think that's a really good pick because it's a replacement, not not in the same position, but on that defensive like leadership uh, category uh, to, to really tighten that back up. Because Jacksonville, people forget it's Jacksonville and that they're always kind of on the brink but not. That's exactly but like, right. But like three years ago, they were so close. They were a quarterback away. If they had anybody better than like Blake Bortles and, and, and I can't even remember who the other guy was – they probably would have been in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. They did just good enough, and then it just went away. I don't know what it is with the 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 Florida teams, but it's like we're really good. Let's sell it all. I rem- yeah yeah that's the truth. I, I I remember always growing up that Jacksonville was always that wild card in the AFC. Jalen Ramsey. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. I think he's a good leadership replacement for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, that's a good point. I just yeah, Jacksonville was always that team you didn't want to play them in the playoffs because they were always just you never knew what you were going to get, but you never heard about them after they played your team. You have no idea what they did. They lost, but they never you just you knew that was a huge game to play them, and after they beat you, you just never knew what they did because you didn't care anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they used to be the big nemesis of Peyton and the and the Colts. I remember what Natron means and uh Natron oh. there's another name. Like we should have a top five draft names. Oh, uh was it Brunel? Mark Brunel? Yeah. That know. that was a combo. I just and I hated having to play those guys <laughs> because they were they you just you knew they were gonna bring it. So so at pick twelve in this first round, the, the Las Vegas Raiders will take their first player of their new franchise. It's got in my mock draft, it's got them taking C D Lamb from Oklahoma. I don't know that I, I I don't know that I see that. Honestly, I see this being a because you you picked up Jason Witten as a checkdown guy. C D Lamb's a checkdown guy. Yeah, mine this one's the one I've got's got CJ Henderson, the cornerback. Here's I just really see the the Raiders wanting to make a splash with this pick. I, I and I'm not saying that they do it at twelve. I just would be interested if the if the Raiders stay at twelve. I could see them trying to slide up and get get a quarterback because and and, and lip service is just that. What he he can talk all day long. Uh, Gruden can talk all day long uh, about liking Derek Carr. Derek Carr's not his guy. Yeah, I don't think so either. And there's been a ton of talk about Tank for Tua and how they played last year was putting them in position and it just didn't work out. I don't be surprised if the Raiders aren't on the move early. I could see that. I just I think they need to take a quarterback. I think they need they've t- changed pretty much every other piece. You know, Khalil Mack, all those pieces got moved and he's still got Derek Carr. And Derek Carr's a really good quarterback, overpaid. But I mean, per square inch He's he's really highly paid quarterback. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think he likes him. I I think where there's smoke, I don't think he's fire. that good. Be honest with you. I like David Carr, and I think in the right the right setting he would do really well. Derek or yeah, David was the number one overall pick. Yes, I, I to just, the Texans. I still I, I think somewhere else he would do better. I don't think they're giving him the feeling like they want him to do well. And and it's it's one of those where I, I want you to do well. I'm going to try to give you the pieces to do well. And I don't think they're doing that. So do they move to six, trade Derek Carr in the sixth pick for Tua? See, I don't know that Tua's 
a better fit. See, but but it was just one of those deals when Gruden did a he, he didn't do the quarterback camp, but he did something a little special, and it was like a kid in a candy store when he was talking to Tua. It was like, this is my guy. This is how this thing goes, and I I don't think Tua is going to be great at the professional level. I think he's got the tools, but I think he's been a he's been a byproduct of a great offensive line. He's been a byproduct Agreed. of great receivers. Yes. That have to be double teamed. He's been a byproduct of a lot of that side of the the sport. That so often, I mean, I mean, just look at it. Name me the last great Alabama quarterback to make it in the NFL. Ugh, I can name you the last quarterback that I know that went to the NFL that has done nothing, and that's AJ McCarron, right? Or Greg McElroy, or but and you know what? Both of those as... guys got in common. National championships. Yeah. But to actually go and be the starter and win Super Bowls and right. everybody wants him and I'm going to Disneyland, uh, no. Nothing. I, like, I, I, the last one's probably – I don't know. I, I can't think. I mean – I ain't either. There's been some, but I, I would say – I mean, you talk about just like game-changing quarterbacks at the, at the next level. I, I, you got to go way back. Way, Probably way so, back. yeah. Way, way back. But anyway, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see the Raiders take a move there. Uh, I think rest of it's kind of status quo. Uh, you, you're seeing the Niners take Jerry Judy. Uh, looks like that's a trade from the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, this is, again, mock draft. they got the Broncos taking Henry Ruggs. He's the fastest receiver in the draft, so I wouldn't be opposed to that. Uh, it's got the, uh, the Miami Dolphins, the pick they got from the Steelers. Uh, taking defensive tackle from Carolina, South Carolina, Javon Kinlaw. Uh, we'll see if that, how that, and that'll tell you whether where it was a good trade or not. If that guy's a stud, then then maybe the Steelers are going man. But if he flops, then you're like, yep, got good money out of that here, one. Here, my my thing with that is is if they if they use him how they were using Fitzpatrick, they're gonna make him a flop because the way that they were using Fitzpatrick, they weren't using his strengths, they weren't using any of his talents. They were making him a flop. I yeah, absolutely. If you look through this, and, and because we we've kind of spitballed around and, and not, we don't have time to go through every single pick. But if you look through this first round, is there anything mock draft or, or any kind of feelings you have as far as who's going to be the big uh, the big sleeper guy, and then who's going to be the big dump guy? Who's going to be the guy that just he just flops? I think, and again, I know, like like we've said, there's a lot of names that you you. It's hard to pick. Oh, well, the offensive lineman's going to be a stick. No, I'm talking like go with go with skill position. Who's going to be the big winner? Who's going to be the big flop? I think the big flop's going to be Tua. Think so, honestly. Um, and I I think the big winner just because I I like what I see when I see them playing. I think the big winner is going to be Judy. Now, Judy going to where? Oh. Because a lot of people's got him. Some people's got him going to the Niners. Some people's got the, the Broncos moving up to get him. Uh, there's there's some different landing spots. But I I think at that position you can be pretty, you know, you're kind of on an island by yourself. As long as you're doing your thing, it's the quarterback's job to get it to Mine's you. Mine's right? got him going to the Jags, and, and I like that fit. Really? Yes, because I like, uh, oh, gosh, the mustache. Um, oh yeah. Um, shoot, I lost his name. Mustache. We are, we are terrible with yeah. mustache quarterback guy. Um, 
but I like him. Gardner I, Minshew. Yeah, Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner Minshew. I think he's a good quarterback. I think bringing Foles down there was not smart. Right. And and it showed last year how not smart that was. So I yeah. think. He's a gamer. He's a he's a Uncle Rico. He's a Billy Joe Tombaugh. Exactly. And I think so you build around that. Mm-hmm. He's young. You you he's proving he's the guy. Nobody thinks he can be the guy. He's proving he's the guy. Right. Give him some stuff. And I think Judy's a good piece for him. Uh, the only problem is I think Judy might be the only piece for him. And 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 a lot of times coming in as a as a rook, it's it's kind of hard to uh to kind of build with one piece. I, I'm a Broncos guy, and he's in the mix, so I'm probably not the best one to talk about, about where his <laughs> thing is. But I, I think the biggest flop may be Joe Burrow. I'm putting it out there. I think at the Bengals, it's going to be hard to be successful there. It doesn't matter who you are. But then I think the big winner is probably going to be Bryce Love going to the Patriots. That's a good one, yeah. But anyway, we'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. At The Blood Partnership, we're working to keep people safe and informed about the recent outbreak of COVID-19, the coronavirus. We know that as members of the community, businesses are experiencing unexpected challenges, and we're committed to providing as much support as possible. Find business and community information on our website at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work, or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and, of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind 
on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition of the grind. A little start bench cut, Jeff, as we come back uh, because it's it's one of those days. It's draft day, so we had to get a little creative. All these are going to be draft related, uh, whether it's NFL draft, draft other things, or, or what have you. But start bench cut. Really, anytime you talk draft, you talk bust. You, you talk about who was projected and who flopped. I mean, it's like a big discussion every year. And the name that always comes to my mind is Jamarcus Russell. But as I'm doing, and the only thing that makes me mad about that is because he came to Neyland Stadium and I watched him walk to me from the north end zone to the south and, and beat Tennessee single-handedly. He carried it every time and literally three and four yard at a time beat us and so i'm like oh, this guy better be good because i stayed here and froze my butt off and and i think it was even raining like i make that a really worse day than it probably really was but we had to walk uphill five feet of snow both ways to get to the six stadium miles. <laughs> but biggest nfl bus doing some research here's the names i come up with jamarcus russell again he was drafted by by the uh, the oakland raiders at the time uh, and and then Ryan Leaf, Washington State guy who was drafted by the Chargers, or Achilles Smith, a guy who was drafted by the Bengals, no less. So when we say start bench cut for these guys, are we saying like who is the biggest bust uh, to the maybe eh, just a bad situation? So for me, I, I'm probably going to go start Ryan Leaf. Biggest I'll, bust. Yeah, I'll bench Achilles Smith and then I'll cut Jamarcus Russell. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, so mine's going to be a touch different. I'm I'm actually going to start I'm going to start Jamarcus Russell and the reason is cuz he got the biggest he got the one of the at the time the biggest rookie contract. It was like 50 mil. Oh, wow. Guaranteed. And he was he was garbage. Like he I I'm pretty sure wasn't he then he get overweight and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, he's broke now by the way. Like gone. See you bye. I ain't got no money. Oh, wow. Yeah, terrible. But I'm going to start Jamarcus Russell. I'm going to bench Ryan Leaf, and I'm going to cut Achilles Smith. Like, Achilles Smith, it, don't get me wrong, terrible, terrible situation. It was the Bengals. The Bengals are picking one again this year, the whole deal. But that cat literally was just – the the britches got too big real quick. <laughs> like, when he got up there, he started – he threw 13 picks and five inter, or five touchdowns in two years. 17 starts. He was 3-14 and 14 in those starts. So, he was garbage. But bad situation. Again, the Bengals have been bad for a long time. That's true. Ryan Leaf, I put him on the bench because Ryan Leaf, honestly, on the field, he had the tools. Like he was a Washington State guy that could sling it. But the problem was is the pressure got to him, too many knocks on the noggin, and just quite frankly just snapped on some people. And then then he got the locker room turned on him and it was over. Yeah, and honestly, That's fair. so so I I think he he could have been better in better situations. I mean, i.e. Drew Brees couldn't cut it in San Diego, but then goes to to New Orleans and is now a Hall of Famer and record holders. That's true. So I think that's just a bad fit. And then I start Jamarcus Russell just because, like I said, 
hot garbage is a compliment uh, to this guy. I mean, he is literally bogus on every level. I remember he did the old uh, the the old uh, Albert Hainsworth thing where he got knocked down and just laid there and watched the the guy run the other way. I think he threw a pick and got knocked down and he just oh. laid there. Which don't get me wrong. I mean, other people may have a different opinion of Jamarcus Russell, and he may be a re, you know a revived man and and all this stuff. But he's still going to be that guy that spent all his talent beating Tennessee and then went to the pros and sucked. You got some rain still on you from when you were sitting in that game. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's probably no. It's <laughs> those are chips on my shoulder, not not necessarily anything else. But anyway, <laughs> so that's where I'm at on that deal. But next, start bench cut. Best places to watch the draft. This year, we're not really going to have an opportunity to change this, but in a normal year, best place to watch the draft, home, a sports bar, or just a restaurant with TVs. So I, I, I've I've done these. I've done all of these. And here's my thing. In my place where I'm at and my life, you start the draft way too late in the day. For me to go anywhere else but home. So for me, I got to start home. Um, I'm going to bench the restaurant with TVs and I'm going to cut the sports bar. And it's not because I don't like these places. It's because of the the NFL. They start it so late right. and I have to wake up so early. Here's the, here's the other problem. You started on a Friday, I'm flipping all those. Right. Well, yeah, and it's one of those deals to where um, they're trying to get that West Coast money. Yes, they're trying to play to that West but Coast. You, you start at eight thirty on a on a Thursday. I can't stand for that. It's like signing day being on a like a Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm no, like, why? No, don't do why? that. But uh, that's I think that's a really good start. I'm gonna start home as well, and the reason I do it is because my appetizers are cheaper. Uh, I like what I can do from there, and then like you said, soon as I'm done watching what I want, there's no get in the car, go go anywhere, and you literally kick the house shoes off, get in the pajamas, and going to bed. Yep. Exactly. It's over. So that's that's my start, probably regardless. I can invite people over a whole lot easier than I can go somewhere. The second yeah. one is going to be a restaurant with TVs. And, it, and it's, again, it's it's where we're at in life. You know, my boys, if they're not allowed in sports bars, one. And two, you can go to a restaurant. They got color sheets. They've got all this stuff. And we might be able to get to the top ten. But if we go anywhere else, it's like, Daddy, let's go to Walmart. Let's go to Five Below. Let's do something besides this. Yes. And uh, and so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bench the uh, the the restaurant with TVs, and then I'm gonna cut the sports bar. And it's not like I said anything against any of those. It's just a matter of uh, time of life, time of the start, and what I probably got to do the next day that uh, that dictates that that decision. Next one's going to be a little close to your heart, and and I I hope I hope we're different on this. Best number one draft pick quarterbacks, just because that seems to be the the route the Bengals are going to go. Peyton, Terry Bradshaw, or Troy Aikman. I pulled I think every heartstring I could get. If I could have found a West Virginia quarter, I could have put Geno Smith in there. Uh, no, there's another West Virginia quarterback um, to go one. No, not well. I don't. Gino didn't go number one. He was like top five, though. He he was yeah. He Wasn't was, he three? He was up there, ah, but I don't Google. think he should have been up there. No, so not, well, the Jets I, showed my number ones. The way I did this, I'm gonna start Peyton. I'm gonna Smart bench man. Terry Bradshaw, and I'm gonna cut Aikman. And the reason I go that way is because yes, Bradshaw was a great quarterback, but Bradshaw he just lobbed it up there. 
and he <laughs> had so many awesome talents that could just go grab it, or or he had that running game or and that defense where we need the ball back. Okay, cool. Somebody go out there and beat somebody up and get the ball back, and then boom, there you go. And and Peyton, he won with not a lot. Now, granted, he did have some good defensive help, and he had some really good wide receiver help, but he didn't have that full cast. I was, like, completely wrong. We were both completely wrong. Geno Smith went in the second round. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think he wasn't, like, I mean. Maybe I expected Mark Bulger more. was another West Virginia quarterback, but I don't know when he got drafted. Highest drafted. And then Aikman, I just. I know Aikman was good, but he doesn't remember who he is now. So, oh, that's not his fault. <laughs> anyway, my my start bench cut is is similar. I, I'm actually going to go, um, you know, because just for for sake of being different, I'm actually going to cut Terry. I'm oh. going to start Peyton. I'm going to bench Aikman, and I'm going to and I'm going to cut. Um, I'm going to cut Bradshaw. And here's why. You want to hear why? I'm going to I'm going to tell you why. Um, Bradshaw was really good, four Super Bowls, the whole deal. And they've come back and won Super Bowls since then. Aikman came in. The Cowboys barometer went wide open for those seven, eight years, and then they've never returned. It's that impact. You know, because Jerry Jones is still the owner. He was the owner then. The coaches are different. I mean, there's no Jimmy Johnson, no Barry Switzer there. But what I'm saying is they've not been able to rekindle that. They've had a Hall of Famer probably in Tony Romo. A lot of people don't like him, but statistically he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, they've had a lot of great pieces. Jason Witten, arguably one of the better tight ends in the history of the game. Uh, a lot of nice pieces, receivers, running backs. They've got Ezekiel Elliott, which is arguably one of the better running backs in the league right now. Can't get back there. So I'm going to say Troy Aikman maybe didn't do a lot to get there with Emmitt, Dion, or Emmitt, uh, Michael Irvin, Dion, the whole, the whole cast, but he didn't mess it up. Does that spell to Aikman, or does that spell to their front office? It's kind of one of those same for – you can say the same thing for Bradshaw. Was it Bradshaw or was it Mean Joe Green, or was it, you know – That's why I benched him. I'm a fan. It, it, was, it, was, it was easy to cut. Jerry Jones is running that show. You That's why so? they ain't been back. You think so? He was running it in the 90s. Uh, Jimmy Johnson ran it in the 90s, and then Jimmy, Jerry didn't like that. And that's why Jimmy Johnson's not there no more. Sounds like we hit a heartstring. <laughs> all right, all right. So got that, got that, that in one. there. So we've already talked a little bit about Burrow Tua and the field. So we're gonna cut that off. Start bench cut. Ooh. And and here's the one I want to talk about because it's funny because it's the draft. I'm excited about this one. Best part of draft night: booze for Roger Goodell. Because I, I think even virtually we're gonna get that. I hope so. Angry Jets fans, because I'm I'm interested if they're gonna have their own like feed because it's like a part of draft day my entire life, or crazy suits by the draftees. What is what what are you gonna miss from tonight if if one of these things doesn't happen? Start bench cut. I gotta start the boost for Goodell. Like if I don't hear him, I am gonna boo. Just I'm just gonna do it. Just gotta make it. And then the angry Jets fans is my bench. And then I'm gonna cut the crazy suits by draftees because I don't think we're gonna see them. Well, and honestly, I think that's kind of bogus anyway. Like, Kyler Murray will look back and go, what was I thinking? Yes. It's a pink suit. Yeah. And an ugly pink suit at that. Yes. So, anyway, I, I like your picks. I, I go with, actually, I go booze for Goodell because it would. Sometimes I don't understand why they're booing. I'm like, I get it. It's but the not right today. thing to do. Well, that's I, why. Maybe. 
Maybe. Sounds like it. Sounds like a little beef. Sounds like a little beef. But then angry Jets fans, because it doesn't matter. They could pick any any trophy named after a guy. They pick that guy, they're still mad. It's funny. But, hey, we've run out of time. Don't miss Jason Swain, top of the hour. You've listened to The Grind. If you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and, yes, grind on.